Welcome to Whitefields Church Podcast. Our focus is to help you grow relationally, emotionally, and spiritually. I hope you enjoy the message. But first, I want to pray for the Holy Spirit to be present and in control of the words that I speak. For if the Holy Spirit's not here, then I'm just a vessel. You're just hearing Kelly's dry words. But if the Holy Spirit shows up, that will be the power that will change our hearts and we humbly come before him. So we take just a minute. Lord, our Heavenly Father, we come in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, have your way. Speak through me. Speak through with your power and your love. Lord, help it to say what, help me to speak what you once said. Lord, and I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. In 2 Corinthians 4-7, the word says, but this precious treasure, this light and power that now shines within us is held in a perishable containers. That is our weak bodies. So everyone can see that our glorious power is from God and not our own. Now this precious treasure is the Holy Spirit given to us from God to fill our hearts with his love. This is his love dwelling within us. He has decided to put this in our weak earthen vessels. In Romans 8.2, the word states, For the power of the life-giving Spirit has freed you through Christ Jesus from the power of sin that leads to death. Romans 8.12-14 through 14, says, so dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation whatsoever to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you keep on following it, you will perish. But if through the power of yourself, no, it doesn't say that. It says, but if through the power of the Holy Spirit. You turn from it and its evil deeds, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. And you say, Kelly, how do I walk in this power of the Holy Spirit to overcome this old sin nature? Because that sin nature is still alive. It still wants to rule. You know, you have the three enemies. You have Satan and his demons. You have your flesh, which is the old sin nature. And you have this world. 
in Matthew 26, 41, this is how we overcome. Keep alert and pray. Otherwise, this is the word talking, temptation will overpower you. If you don't be on your guard, be active, be as if you heard a noise in the middle of the night and you hear somebody coming in the house, be alert, be active at all times. And it doesn't mean that, oh, pray when you have your prayer time in the morning or you have your prayer time in the afternoon, but it means to be constantly calling upon the Lord. Because the Holy Spirit is alive inside of you. For the Spirit is willing enough. The power of the Holy Spirit is willing. It is there. It is present. It's waiting for you to talk to it, to come to it. And, and it, it isn't just when you're in your closet praying and, and going through everything. It's like, whoa, that guy just ran me off for what? And sometimes the prayer is Jesus. Do you know there's power in the name of Jesus? And Jesus itself is a prayer. If you go to lust, you say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. If you go to get mad, get angry, whatever, and the nature flares up inside of you, call out to him. Because he's willing and he's ready to come to your aid. Romans 12, 2 say, don't copy the behavior and the customs of the world. Separate yourself. Now, the Bible says that it doesn't want us to come out of the world. I mean, it does say we want to come out of the world. That means our joining with the world and our fellowship with the ways of the world. We're to come away from that, but we are to be a light to the world. So we still live in this world, but we need to come out of the old nature, the old stomping grounds. And it says, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Romans 13, 14, but let the Lord Jesus Christ Take control of you and don't think of ways to indulge your evil desires. There's the word think. There's the word think. There's the word that says the Holy Spirit is the power. There it says that God transforms you. And here it says, let the Lord Jesus Christ take control of you. I haven't read yet where it says Kelly has all the power. Kelly can deliver himself. But the thing it does tell me to do is control my thought life. Second Corinthians 10, 3, 5 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, these are our weapons to fight that evil, but mighty through God to pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. That's thinking. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, guess what? Knowledge, that's thinking. 
and bringing into captivity every thought. So what's our, what's our part to bring in captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ? We must bring our thinking into obedience of Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells within us as the Holy Spirit is the love of God. And you say, well, what, what's love? 1 Corinthians 13, 4, 7, 4 through 7, says, tell, tells us what love is. Love is patient. That's a hard one. And kind. It's easy to be kind with someone you're getting along with, but how easy is it to be kind to someone you're irritated with? Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. Love does not demand its own way. Love is not irritable. And it keeps no record of when it's been wronged. It is never glad about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love, listen, love never gives up. Let me tell you something. God loves us. This is his. This is him. He is love. This is his spirit. It says he never gives up. So he doesn't want us to give up on our loved ones, on our enemies, on our neighbors. It never loses faith. He is able. He's able to accomplish his word. Always helpful, hopeful. What you prayed for last year, if it hasn't come about, keep praying about it as long as it's in alignment with God's word. You never give up. You're always hopeful. And you believe and you don't lose faith. And endures through every circumstance. Romans 13.10, love does no wrong to anyone, Amen. to anyone, enemy, yes. right. friend, family. Yes, so love satisfies all of God's requirements. That's the power. It's love is him. And he has put it in us. That's his power dwelling in us. Not us. We're vessels. But we make ourselves a clean vessel so that we can carry his love. And 1 Corinthians 13, 13, the word tells us there are three things that will endure. Okay? Faith. 
hope and love. And the greatest, the greatest of these is love. And when it's off, I, I missed that, sorry. So we ask, well, what is, what is the Holy Spirit revealing to us? The Holy Spirit is from God, the Heavenly Father. We receive the Holy Spirit through faith. The Holy Spirit resides in our hearts and it empowers us to walk in love. When we walk in love, we're walking in the power of the Holy Spirit and not the old sin nature of the flesh. We become usable vessels to carry the light of the gospel to a dark and dying world and we are pleasing to God. Galatians 5, 23 says, but when the Holy Spirit controls our lives, yeah. we will produce this kind of fruit in us. Love, joy, Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Here, there's no conflict with the law. I feel that Galatians 6, 1 through 3 shows love in action. Dear brothers and sisters, if another Christian is overcome by some sin, you know what it says? It says, it doesn't say disown them, cast them off, and make it the Friday night gossip. It doesn't say that. This is God's word. Let's read what it says. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, if another Christian is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently, gently, oh, that means take your Bible and really thump them and tell them they're going to hell. That's, that's gently, right? I'm sorry, that's not what it says. It says, but you who are godly should gently and humbly, humbly help that person back onto the right path. You know, if you feel like weeping for someone, a brother or sister that's tangled in sin, or your loved one, that's the right attitude. To pray for them. Not to pump yourself up. And and, and I'm, not, I'm your brother in Christ, so I am not perfect. And I'm not some perfect person. I, I, I suffer with all these things. We're, we're in this body, in this flesh. But we don't gloat and, and, and feel better about ourselves because one of our brothers and sisters right. are, are tangled or going through turmoil. Yeah, we lift them up. We pray for them. 
We cry out to God's mercy. It says that God looks for someone to intercede. He's looking for you to pray for that brother, to pray for that sister. Maybe their spirit is weak and yours is strong, but it says, and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's troubles and problems, and in this way you obey the law of Christ. If you think you are important to help, too important to help someone else in need, you're only fooling yourself. This is from the Word. It says, you're really a nobody. In other words, God is displeased when you puff yourself up. But the brother that's praying for somebody and the brother that is, is, is pleasing to God because they're walking in love. And that's his power. That's our power. It's not Kelly's power, but it's God's power that's, de- that's dwelling within me. And I have a couple, and so I have a couple more things to talk about love in the Bible. Sometimes there's stories in the Bible, and there's more to that story than just the conclusion. There was two women, and they both had newborn babies. And one of the ladies, I think, rolled over, and and her baby died. So in the morning, she said to the woman that was the right mother that that's my baby. And the mother said, no, it's my baby. And they had this conflict. And so they brought them before Solomon. Now Solomon is wisdom. Solomon wrote most of Proverbs. He is wisdom. And he said, after they argued and he heard everything, he said, okay, this is what we'll do. We'll cut that baby in half And we'll give half to you and half to you. And the wicked one that was not the mother said good. Jealousy, envy, strife, murder. You see? And the real mother that carried this baby for nine months, that nursed this baby, that loves this baby said, give the child to her. See, that's love in action. There was a father that had two sons. And the youngest son ran off to a foreign country. And he said, Dad, I wish you were dead. Give me my money, my inheritance. I'm ready to head out of here. This is boring. So I'm going to go out of here and live it up with the booze and women and song and, and everything. And, and he ended up, as we know, broke, eating pig garbage. And, and he said, man, I, you know, I could go back to my father and be a servant. They eat better than I do. So he humbled himself. And he went back to his father and he told his father, I don't deserve forgiveness. Does this sound familiar to some of us? I, I don't deserve forgiveness. 
I don't deserve your love. I have done all these things. And you know what the father said? The father said, shh, 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 shh. He knew by his actions, and I'm not saying you don't repent, you do repent, but he's seen his humbleness and his willing heart right. to surrender to his father. And that is a sign of our heavenly father when we're away from him, if we will return to him with a humble heart and say, Lord, I don't deserve to be up here speaking. But he says, go get the robe. Put the robe of righteousness on him. Yes. Hey, get him the ring, the signet ring that shows that he's part of this family. That's the kind of God we serve. That's the love he puts inside of us. Yes, it is. I got a little demonstration. Case window All right. So we're living in the world. This is our spirit. Not much there, is there? It's kind of dead. Yeah. And we come to a realization that we need a Savior. Yeah. And we repent. And we come to Christ. And He puts in us, God puts in us, His Holy Spirit. And here it is. Yeah. This is his spirit. It's not my light. This is God's Holy Spirit, but it's dwelling within me. But someone offends me. The old sin nature starts to surface. I start to walk in lust, envy, murder. If I hate my brother, I've murdered him. And I start doing all that. And this is our heart. And the spirit that dwells in there, see? Now that's the case of our hearts when we choose to walk in the old sin nature. Right, right. And now I have a brother that needs, needs encouragement. He needs to be lifted up. Or maybe I need to pray for him. But you know what? I just don't feel it in my heart. Yeah. Because one, I'd be a hypocrite. Yeah. Right. Or I, I get complacent. Where's the fire that we first had? Right. And Jesus talks to the churches in Revelations and he tells them, you know, you're eating food offered to idols. You're having sexual immorality. And you're complacent. And what does he do? He calls for them to repent. He calls for them to get zealous for God. Yes. To let that burning fever come, that light to come up. Yes. And this is what he says to do. He says to repent. Yes. Lord, I failed you. I've went astray. Lord, I've become complacent. Yes. Lord, my heart, I have dampened your spirit in my heart. Yeah. And it says that he'll look down and he has pity on us. Yes. And 
because we're humble before him, he will forgive us. He will forgive us. And you know what he does? He's the only one that can do it. He takes this and he opens that back up and he restores you. See, the father got this robe of righteousness and put it on his son. And he got the signet ring and said, you're part of the family. And you're a clean vessel. And now you have something that you can give to this dying world. Yeah, good word, good word. It's not us, it's his spirit. We're just carriers of his spirit. And I encourage you. And the devil will say you're gone too far and you're lost and you're of no good. But God's the author. Right. And he's the one. Yes. And he says if you repent, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all our trespasses. Yes. And to cleanse us of all, not some, all unrighteousness. Yes. So I just pray that, that each one of us would examine our hearts and we know what areas we want. Thank you for joining us today. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit our website, whitefieldsalaska.com. Thanks again for listening, and may God bless you today.